0: What's up, what's up, what's up, it's your boy Joe and welcome to the Midrange Gist. This is an Instagram live podcast where we discuss difficult and thought-provoking relationship questions. If you want to get involved in these discussions, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at midrange underscore J-O. Lastly, don't forget to like, share and subscribe and you can find me on all your major platforms. So the topic today, for everyone that's here, the topic today is how to bring back the fun in your relationship and wait let me just i think it's a great topic to talk about simply because there's a lot of people that are getting into relationships thank the lord and um they're getting to this point where it's just plateauing in it so once upon a time everything that the, the problem was i couldn't get in a relationship and it was hard you know men are trash so you've defeated or you've completed phase one now you're on to the second stage which is you're in a relationship you've passed the honeymoon phase and now you're seeing everything for what it is and it just seems as though like there's no reason for you to be in this relationship no more it seems as though you need to let it go so I think this conversation is really important because it will give everybody the opportunity to really understand what's going on and figure out ways to bring the fun back into the relationship so the first thing I want to say is that you should start a habit of talking to your partner every day so this is for the people that are with their partner, tend to see them often but they don't live with them. So maybe you're still living in your mom's house, she's still living in her mom's house, you guys see each other like once or twice a week. You guys should be calling each other every day. Like preferably a FaceTime would be the best um would be the best option. Like I get it, in it. All of us get busy, you know, we have things to do, like that's just the way life is. There's not everything that's gonna revolve around your partner. But making that effort, that small effort, To call them every night is going to go so... It's going going to make such a big difference in the long run, isn't it? So many things happen in just one day. Like, your partner could say, Oh, I went out to eat. I end up having this kind of food. I went to work. And then this event happened. Maybe there was an argument between two co-workers. Maybe um, she went out. She saw maybe an accident happen. Like, not bad things, but eventful things happen. you see what I'm saying? So... If... That can happen in just one day. Imagine what can happen in two, three, four days, five days, six days. There's so many different things you can learn, so many new topics that you can talk about. So when I hear people say, oh, why do I need to speak to every day? There's not even anything to talk about. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to unpack. Like there's so many things you can get, you can understand about your partner just simply by talking to them every single day. The second thing I will say is that when you speak to your partner every day in it, yeah, it creates like an accountability partner. Because somebody speaks to you every day, they're able to see your your development each and every day. So if you want, you could make your partner your accountability partner. So you could say, Oh, um, in two months I wanna maybe run a marathon. So every day you could speak to that person and then you could be like, Oh, um i went for a 1k run today i went for a 2k run today i went for a 3k run today and if your partner is the kind of person that's kind of like really um involved in your progress she she or he might say to you hey listen you haven't updated me about the progress on your development towards your marathon one do you see what i'm saying so it's not only the fact that speaking to your partner every day builds a better relationship with your partner. It's also the fact that you can use it to make yourself move more um, efficiently if you know what I'm saying. So it's up to you in it. But I think it's a great it's a great idea. Like even if it's just five minutes, ten minutes, it doesn't have to be long. It just has to be consistent. That's just like anything. Like social media right now, from the blow on social media, it's just about being consistent. My second point kinda like ties to this point is let's say you're living with your partner this doesn't give you the excuse either like a lot of the time you're still busy you're doing your own thing maybe you have work to do they have work to do pick out maybe 10 minutes at the end of the day because you really have a lot of free time if you really think about it take out like 10 minutes of your day and just speak to them ask them how was their day what's on their mind maybe work is stressing them out Maybe they feel a little bit uncomfortable with everything that's going on at work. Maybe they don't like somebody at their workplace. They're being mistreated. Sometimes we all just want to vent to somebody. And, you know, that would be a good time to do it. I'd say my second point. Have more sex. is so important. Like, obviously, if you're physically unable, that's one thing, isn't it? And if you're pregnant, all of them good stuff like that don't do the act you know what I'm saying but yeah it's an intimate action nothing can replace it do you understand nothing can replace it yeah you could go on a nice walk yeah you could have deep conversations yeah you could get nice gifts but the the, the component that sex plays you can't replace it with anything else do you understand like other things are important and they mean a lot but you can't replace it with anything else so let's not act like it doesn't matter let's not act like it's not that deep like it is really that deep do you know what I'm saying and the reason why I bring this point up in relation to the fact of bringing fun back into a relationship, is because it's a painful feeling, yeah. When you want to try and have sex with your partner, and they don't want to do it with you, like they just keep brushing you off. After a while in it, yeah, you're gonna start to feel like, why am I even trying? Like, why do I keep trying to push this energy on you? Like, you don't even want it. I'm just over here forcing the thing, and it's just like, bro, you you're not even gonna want it because. You are having to force them to want it. You would want them to just come onto you and you would want it to be a good, calm, relaxed behaviour. And so this has more effects because the lack of sex will now make you bitter and it will trickle into other things. So let's say that she says to you, because I'm just going to say from a guy's perspective, let's say you're trying to initiate sex and she doesn't want to. And um, now you go away and she asks you to help her with like, some shopping or paint a room or something like that. You don't want to do it because in your mind, you're not be like your de your needs are not being satisfied. So why should hurt?s Do you understand? And so it creates an unhealthy relationship. And and as you can see, it all stemmed from that one thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's creating an environment where the fun is being pulled from the relationship. Like I ain't saying this by force here that you guys have to have sex. But at the end of the day, if you're in a relationship, in it, your um. You should have a vested interest in pleasing your partner, so the conversation of ah oh, why is um, um 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 why is there not enough sex? It shouldn't even be a question. It should be like both of you should be trying to go as hard as you can for the other person. And so I think yeah, this unpopular opinion in it, but it is what isn't it? Sometimes you may not be in a mood in it, but I think for the sake of your partner, you should at least try. And you may figure out that you actually want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just a point of view. Like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're just saying, it's a bit like when certain men say, Oh, I don't want to go gym. Or certain people say, I don't want to go gym. But then when they go gym and work out, the feeling they get after working out is so great. Something like that, basically. Next point send each other memes or TikToks. remind you of each other like i think this is so good because especially when you can't see them all the time or if you do still in between the time when you're seeing them it's really nice to do because it lets people know that you're thinking about them when they're not there it's like really romantic nice fun way to keep the the vibes rolling when you two are not even with each other i think it's good as well because you get to you can send them inspirational videos Maybe there's somebody that's into fashion, you see something online, you send it to them, they might have not seen it. So you're helping them by sending them videos that are, you know, related to their area of expertise or the area that they're, you know, interested in. Do you see what I'm saying? So when you create that kind of culture, it's really good. It shows that you care and you're spending time outside of the time you spend together to think about how they can develop. Also, most of the time when people start sending memes, you'll realise, yeah... That people start sending you memes of stuff That they like So in a way when you send memes With your partner you can start to see The things that they like for me I like watching chiropractic videos Do you see what I'm saying So when I talk to my girl that's the kind of videos I like to send Including other things But those are the kind of videos I like to send And it's, it's because of stuff like that That I think if you know She wanted to get me something You know she might get me like a body alignments, something like that, you know, you know, like I think that when you kind of use the memes and videos that they send you, you can figure out the kind of gifts you can get your partner based on their interests and likes like my girlfriend, she likes fashion and makeup. So I'll try and buy something fashionable and makeup, even though it's really hard because, you know, when you buy clothes for women, it's very specific. You could buy something and you could think it's so good and she could think it's so trash and it's likely that she thinks it's trash. So, when you buy clothes and do the fashion and makeup thing, it's really difficult. If you're a guy and you're good at this stuff, yeah, I rate you. But as for me, it's hard. Do you understand? I say the next thing, find an activity or new activity that both of you can do together. Maybe like a pottery class. Something different. Something out of you guys' scope. Like, take a pottery class and try to... Build a vase or an item that both of you have to build together. Do you see what I'm saying? And when you do that, yeah, it's going to build this kind of connection that you guys are both learning something new together. You guys were both novices in something together, and you learn it together. Another good example could be swimming. you see what I'm saying? A lot of people like going swimming like... I don't know how to swim, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to float. I know how to go one length. But after that length, the inside of my rib is killing do you understand? It's killing. You feel me? So it all depends on how you are as a person. Like I think for me, that would be a great idea, you know. It would be a nice idea to be in the water, see the other person flop. Like maybe they're just on the water like, oh, help me, help me. Then you should drag them in. And then you guys can kind of talk about it. And then when both of you become good swimmers, it's just like, look how the fun we had. Look how much we learned together, you know. We grew together. We did something really fun. So Yeah. Try and take on a new activity together And learn it together You two have to always do it together You can't do it alone It's for you two to kind of Mesh and bond together This next point is going to be kind of Counterintuitive But it makes sense Don't worry Spend some time apart in it. This seems like It seems dumb but Sometimes yeah And it seems dumb because You're basically saying that Bruh I don't want to spend no time with you which basically sounds like you don't want to have fun with them but i'm guess i'm guessing all of you have heard the saying absence makes the heart grow fonder in it so i think yeah when you spend all of your time with your partner you become complacent you know you have a tendency to be too comfortable like if you're with your partner 24 7 why would you dress up to please them like you're with them already there's no reason to do that so i think there needs to be a sense of you need to miss somebody sometimes you need to be doing your own thing you need to be outside doing even if you live together go and pick up that hobby go and see your friends maybe spend some more time at work trying to um work towards your promotion like do things outside of the house so that when you see your partner there's that feeling of like ah i missed you you know what i'm saying as though it's almost like a gift when you guys see each other but when it's like you guys are overly bombarded with each other then that's when it becomes a problem like that's when it's like it becomes really hard for you to you know it it becomes overwhelming in a sense that's what i think so try to spend time apart it's a good way to kind of give you time to focus on the things that matter to you and also it's a good way to um gift your partner when you decide to come back another good idea go ice skating i don't know how to ice skate I'm probably going to try it... When I find time... And find the right... Ice ice skating... Was it rink or ring? And I think it's another good idea... Because it allows you to be free... And you can embarrass yourself... Because when you skate... You're probably going to fall down... It's like it's not easy... It's so hard... You know what I'm saying? Like... And I feel like... When you're allowed to make mistakes... And be vulnerable... That's when... Your relationship... Is able to build a strong bond... You know what I'm saying? Because... No one's trying to overly please the other person. And there's just a common sense that none of us are good at what we're doing. So if you do that, maybe you fall down, you know, you pull her when you fall down. She just leans on your shoulder. You're just like, oh, sorry, man, I didn't even mean to do that. But then you just get a little kiss on her forehead. Bang. And then you continue ice skating. Small shit like that is just going to bring back the fun into the relationship. Because it's like, you guys are doing something that's different. Especially in the winter, you know, in the summer you know you can always go outside you can go take a walk you can go to the um theme park whatever but in the winter it's like it's cold everybody wants to stay indoors so something like ice skating is a nice event you can do outside in the winter and enjoy it as if it was the summer what I'm saying? next point go to like a cheap this is this is just a an idea innit? it try it in it let me know in Go to like a cheap clothing store, like Walmart, if you're in America. Or um, go to like Primark if you're in the UK. And so what you're going to do is that you're going to go on a date, yeah? But what's how's this going to go is that your partner is going to pick the clothes you wear and you're going to pick the clothes your partner wears. The aim of the game is to pick the worst outfit that your partner could wear. Then, after you pick the worst outfit and you assemble them, you give them a mad fit, You're going to go to a nice restaurant, you know, a nice bougie. Maybe, you know, a nice restaurant, you know what I'm saying? But both of you are going to be embarrassed because your attire is going to be extremely terrible. Do you understand? But the fact that both of you are embarrassed and neither one of you are on their own, on your own, you're going to feel much better in yourself that both of you have each other so it's similar to the ice skating situation whereby you know you're making mistakes or you're very vulnerable or embarrassed but it's an intimate opportunity because both of you are embarrassed together it feels like everybody's doing something different but you two are doing this one thing and you're in it together with each other so um do that i think that's really important and also maybe make a tiktok Make a video, you know what I'm saying? Because then you can do it as memories. You can be like, oh, you know, you remember when we had this um, day and we went out to eat or we went to this party and we did this thing and it was fun. And, you know, we were making each other laugh. It was embarrassing. All that stuff is good memories. Like, maybe like, no, like a year later from then you could be like, you remember when we did that one thing? And then it creates that habit of like, you know, you guys are always doing fun things together. That's another point So next My next point is Write each other A long letter Of how you feel I think This one here Is the most Effective Technique You can use In this life Do you understand And I've The reason why I say this Is because People tend to Write better than they speak Do you see what I'm saying Like people speak Really well But I've seen people That speak to me And I've seen the way They write And it's like Two different people were, Were explaining The same point do you feel what I'm saying and because of that I feel like it gives you an avenue to see deeper into your partner's feelings do you understand so maybe you could say hey listen Write. Let's maybe write like a one page not to sound like a teacher but write like a one page about what you like about me for instance and you will get like a richer point of view than what you got from the things that she says and so I think in my mind it's a really good technique. If even if there's even if there's fun in the relationship already, it's a really good technique because then you get to see your partner on a deeper level. You get to see the bits that they don't necessarily always speak about or um, don't necessarily explain through their words. Now, if your somebody that's going through a rough patch, it's even more effective because then you get to see a perspective of the thing that's bothering them in a new light. And secondly. When you write a letter, no one can interrupt you. Do you see what I'm saying? You're writing a letter, you're saying everything that you feel. No one's disturbing you, interjecting, nothing. Your partner as well, they're writing a letter. No one can disturb them, they're not saying nothing. So when both of you exchange papers and you read it to the other person, it's as if both of you are listening to each other at once. And so I think, the reason why I think it brings fun back into a relationship is because both parties are allowed to be heard like that's all they want or both parties everybody just wants to be heard everybody just wants to be understood and i feel like this is a great technique especially if like things are rough for you to kind of clear the air and i think the letter format is much better like everybody might say oh, why don't you just text them you know what i'm saying you could just text somebody instead the fact that somebody writes something down they have that paper format it just it just means a lot in my opinion. I think it means a lot more. Like I'm somebody that reads paper book, like paperback books. Like I can't do the e book thing, so I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I'm telling you, like a letter, a paper letter of somebody explaining how they feel, as opposed to just a text, it's different, man. Like you could easily forget a text. Like a text is not hard to, it's not. You'll forget it. Like the, the more messages will come. My next point. Say words of affirmation to your partner. This is so important. You need to be your partner's hype, man. Do you understand? Like, if they get a new outfit, you have to be like, damn, that outfit is fire. You know, like, you have to be their certified hype, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the time, you know, it's easy to focus on the negative things, like, yeah, that, that's, how I feel, that's how I feel Humans are wired, you know what I'm saying So a lot of the time, when there's something that your partner might do That's frustrating, you can get in the habit Of where it's like Oh, my partner keeps doing this My partner keeps doing this wrong thing This wrong thing, this wrong thing And then you dismiss all the good thing they're doing Good things they're doing Just because of this one bad thing So, I think it's really important To kind of focus on them good things One, because I think for men Especially, yeah when you start to praise them for the good things they do, they like that feeling. It strokes their ego that, mmm, I'm worthy. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing like praise from a woman. Like, guys do a lot for women. Like, they do a lot. Like, most of all of this drip, swag, cars, all of that stuff, a lot of men do it for women. Do you understand? So, like, when you give these guys praise, you don't know how much it does for them. Like, it does so much for them. Like, it strokes their ego on a different level and then why why is even good for, for a woman is that when you start to praise a guy he'll do more things for you and then you get what you want you have a secondary helper now on the other hand from the guy's perspective When you hype up your woman, you tell her she's pretty, you know, you tell her how great of a girlfriend she is, she's gonna be super happy and then she's gonna wanna do more of that. So she's gonna be more nurturing, she's gonna be more caring, she's gonna be more happy, she's gonna be more loving. You're gonna see small things like when you're upset about something, she's gonna be upset. When you're pissed off about something, she's gonna be pissed off about something. You also tend to see that like, when you have like goals or aspirations or any dream, you will start to see she starts putting bits and pieces into the puzzle to try and help you achieve your goals that you might not have thought of. So let's say, for instance, like, you you play maybe, like, for instance, I play basketball, right? And so sometimes my muscles get sore. My girlfriend could buy me a a machine gun, which she did. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just small acts like that that you'll start to see that um, your partner will start to do when they feel... Appreciated and they feel like words of affirmation Are being poured upon them Like it's simple, it's just words But they mean so much when you direct it in the right way And you say the right things at the right time Do you know what I'm saying So make sure you're always saying sweet words Always lifting somebody up um, And making them feel better My last point, yeah Are you a temperamental person? This is a really good one I'ma use myself as an example in it. I think that this would probably be a good way for me to explain my point of view in it. Growing up in it I played basketball. basketball. was my life, you know what I'm saying? Nothing mattered more than basketball. If you're trying to stop me from playing basketball, I'm gonna cut you off. Do you understand? I used to sneak out of my house to play basketball. If I wasn't allowed to go, you know, fuck everybody, like nobody else matters. And so I used to wake up early in the morning, 5 a.m. to work out. Because essentially all I wanted to do is that I had one dream. play in the NBA, that's it. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get out of the hood, be one of the best basketball players. And so I trained like it, do you understand? Like Any distractions in my life, reduce them out of my life. The only problem I had was basketball was synonymous for my happiness. So if basketball was going bad, my happiness... Oh, my life is going bad. So, how this became a problem is that I couldn't give myself to anybody or be a fully functioning human being without basketball. So, I had almost like a toxic relationship with basketball and it really, really, really was bad. I used to see sometimes when I used to have little girlfriends when I was younger, I'd lose like two games in a row. And I'm like, it must be because I'm spending time with this girl that this is why I'm losing a game. So... I'm gonna drop out this girl. Like I'm talking fifteen, fourteen, you know, young, and they like, why did you do that? I need space. I need to think. You know what I'm saying? And so that habit carried on growing till I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I had to start to realize like, if basketball ain't going right, or if basketball's messing up, that's my problem. It's not their problem, and so they don't deserve to be suffering because my basketball isn't going well. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that the point I'm trying to make here is that don't let your personal problems, yeah, affect your relationship. Yeah, it's hard, but it's not fair on the other person that just because something goes wrong at work, which naturally happens, it's not always going to be perfect, that you must suddenly shut your partner off because this is a big reason why the fun is being pulled out of the relationship. And the thing is, with this one, You can control it It's not like it just happened by accident You don't know what happened If you learn how to partition your feelings So you're only angry in a certain um, environment Or certain times When you're actually um, doing that particular thing Like maybe work is stressing you out So you only stay stressed when you're in work But when you leave work You're no longer stressed Then you're an effective human being You're an effective human being You know how to move correctly You have emotional intelligence You're... You're effective human being... Like like I said already... Because you're able to manage your time... And do other things... So think about that... like Think about if you're somebody like that... That lets events, goals... You know maybe school's not going well for you... Like don't be the person to now... Bash others around you because of it... Like handle your problems... And try to... You know segment your feelings... Accordingly so you don't make... You know others feel bad for no reason... So... Just as a summary, I'm going to go over all the points and then um, you can take them away if you want to. Use them as you wish. It's up to you. So the first point is start a habit, if you haven't already, of calling each other every day, preferably a FaceTime. Second, well, first point, point B is catch up with your partner if you live with them every night because, you know, you might be busy, you know, same kind of thing. You don't need to call them If you live with them Um, Second point Have more sex You know what I'm saying Goes without saying Why that's important Three Send each other memes Slash TikToks That remind you of each other Um, Four Find a new activity That both of you Can do together Five Spend some time apart Six Go to ice skating together Seven, go to a cheap clothing store like Walmart if you're in America or Primark if you're in the UK and buy each other exchange of clothes and go out to eat somewhere but make sure the clothes are really bad so you guys can embarrass each other and have like a fun dinner. Um, eight, write each, write each other a long letter of how both of you feel. Um, nine... Say words of affirmation to your partner. And 10, are you a temperamental person? So basically, do you allow your work or outside life to affect your relationship? That's it, man. That's all I got. Thank you for everyone that came. If you're going to listen to this after on my feed or my profile, make sure to tap into my IG live and my Instagram questions i have loads of them every every day and um yeah respond to them let me know your point of view i'm learning i love all of these conversations and i hope you enjoy this one thanks see you later